0: Hi, I'm Alison. Welcome to Dream Chasers Adventures in Happiness, where my band of superhero guests and I share with you tales of Daring Do, life-changing journeys towards living our best lives. If you're after an injection of inspiration and ideas to live the life that you want and deserve, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hi there, and welcome to the show where we serve up conversation, concepts and belief that it really is entirely possible to create what you crave. If there's something stopping you from pursuing happiness, whatever that looks like to you from a career or lifestyle point of view, the stories and insights covered here are designed to help. Today, I'm going to delve more deeply into a subject that I touched on in my inaugural episode and share how my body gave me very clear physical signals that the work and life choices I had made were not working for me. And I'm going to use my own personal story to showcase how my body created physical health problems in response to the way I was living and working, which wasn't really aligned to my true self at all. Plus, I'll also explain how you can tap into your own body's physical responses to sanity check decisions and choices and really use it as an indicator for what's right or wrong for you from a career and life point of view. Louise Hay of Hay House Publishing fame got it right when she wrote the really insightful book, The Body Keeps the Score. Because in my experience, and also in a lot of my clients, it seriously really does. So let me begin by painting a picture for you of what happened with me. Probably about five years into my working life, so I was about 26 um, at that point, my health problems started. It began with a kind of sort of general malaise, like I felt tired and drained of energy a lot of the time. But I just sort of put it down to working and playing hard and didn't, to be honest, didn't really take much notice of it. But as time went on, over the next couple of years, it gradually got worse and I started experiencing stomach issues on top of the tiredness. So it sort of meant my stomach was bloated a lot of the time, I regularly got indigestion and I felt a level of discomfort in my gut that was with me a lot of the time. It was causing me enough problems that I went to the see the GP several times and I was told that it was Irritable Bowel Syndrome which I think is is a good catch-all these days for these sorts of symptoms. So I was given some antispasmodic tablets and sent on my way. The challenge was, is that those tablets didn't really do anything. They didn't reduce the symptoms or remove the problem. So, you know, being 28 at the time and sort of, you know, thinking, oh, this is just the way I am, I battled on. Now, two years on from that, and... Really fed up by then with the way that I felt, I decided to be proactive and, and try and find a cure myself. This meant I had to go at Chinese medicine. So I wandered into a high street practitioners uh, and they looked at my tongue and asked me lots of questions and, and they gave me a concoction of herbal tablets to take. Now, God only knows what was in those tablets because all the labels were in Chinese, but they had absolutely no effect whatsoever. Now, not one to give up, my next call was diet related. Now, by this time, I'd heard of a test that you could take where you set off a strand of your hair with the follicle attached, and it basically told you what foods to cut out or avoid based on your DNA profile. Now, looking back, I'm sure it was absolute hoax focus, particularly because technology back then was you know, nowhere near as advanced as it is now, but at the time I was desperate, and so I was just like, I'll just give it a go, because you know, I wanted to find an answer. What followed, was a six month restrictive diet of no wheat and no dairy. I pretty much cut out everything, and and at first it seemed to work. Like my digestive problems died down, basically because I wasn't eating anything that was difficult to digest, and I genuinely thought I'd found my answer. But gradually, despite living on what felt like next to nothing to me, the symptoms returned, except now, I'd lost a lot of weight, and it was weight I couldn't really afford to lose. So by this time, I was 32. I was permanently exhausted. I had ongoing indigestion and heartburn, but I also had accumulated regular chest pains that ran diagonally up and down my body. So my body just hurt a lot, a lot of the time. Um, I was also super prone to sickness, so and I think it was because my, my immune system was on the floor. So like, I caught every single bug that went around and I spent most of my time just generally feeling awful. But then a few months on from that, it got a whole lot worse. And effectively my digestive system shut down completely. So it meant I was vomiting after every meal because I just couldn't keep food down. It just wouldn't digest. Despite the fact that I love my food So I continued to lose weight and the cycle of symptoms was even more pronounced. Now, at this point, I'm not afraid to tell you that I totally lost my shit. (laughs) There was something clearly wrong with me. And so I went to the GP and demanded that they do something concrete. So they referred me to Charing Cross Hospital, where I had several rounds of very invasive tests to try and figure out what on earth was going on. When the results came in, I was like, finally, I'm gonna get some answers. So I got called in to see the consultant and that person gave me a diagnosis that I was not expecting. So he sat me down and he said, look, I'm gonna give you the good news first. The good news is that we have found absolutely nothing, like zilch, there is nothing physically wrong with you. So after a moment's pause, I was like, uh how can that be what do you mean there's nothing wrong you know, if there's nothing wrong why the hell can't i digest food like what is making me giving me all of this pain in my body and and uh, what is making me feel so awful now that's when he told me that it was being caused by stress <laughs> and if you'd have known me at the time <laughs> you might imagine my incredulous face I was like, what on earth are you talking about? I'm like the least stressed person I know. You know, I do a really good job of staying on top of things and managing stuff and without kind of issues. So it can't be stress, it doesn't make any sense. And that's when the consultant gave me the diagnosis that changed the course of my life, no exaggeration. He told me that stress wasn't just caused by a sense of overwhelm, which is always what I assumed, it's often caused by decisions and actions that aren't aligned with what we really need or want. So, you know, stress manifests when we fight ourselves and our true sort of nature and natural instincts and force ourselves to do things or behave in ways that aren't true to our real selves. Now, a consultant suggested that this is what I was doing. And that because I wasn't mentally acknowledging the stress that this was causing, it had to go somewhere. And so I was effectively pushing it into my physical body. So in thinking about this, as he was giving me this very weird diagnosis, I was like, so you're telling me I'm basically causing my own illness. I am making myself ill. And this guy looked at me with a dead on stare and looked straight in the eye and just said, yes. (laughs) <laughs> and then he asked me another question which completely confused me so he went on to ask you know how well do you sleep now I was like well, what's this got to do with anything and I was like I, I sleep fine and he said to me I put money on it you don't now he could tell by this point that I thought that this whole thing was crackers yeah. you know I didn't really believe what he was saying to me and and it just didn't make any real sense and so he set me a challenge He asked me to take some really strong sleeping tablets that he was gonna prescribe for two weeks and then come back and see him. Now, at a loss of what else to do, I did just that. And seriously, these pills, they were like horse tranquilizers. They totally knocked me out. But by the end of the first week of taking them, I was like, is this how normal people feel? Because physically, I felt like a different person. And it made me realize that in fact, I didn't sleep normally. You know, I I'd come and I came to learn over the coming months that I was actually a chronic insomniac, so I got no more than about two to three hours of broken sleep a night. But at the time, I was so disconnected from myself and my body that I had no idea. I was completely oblivious to it. So when I went back to see the consultant two weeks later, I was like, okay, I'm listening. Like, clearly, I don't realise what the hell it is I'm doing to myself, but now I have an even bigger problem because if I don't realise I'm doing this, how on earth can I fix it? Like If I don't even recognise that I'm stressed in the first place, like what am I going to do? And his answer was the start of a very long journey for me. He recommended that I start asking myself some very difficult questions about the way and how I was living and working and how aligned that was with what felt right for me and actually, listen to the answers from my physical body rather than my mind. Right? Weird, right? said so he was asking me to learn to tap into my body's physical responses to things. So the choices I was making and the things I was doing, and use this intel to slowly start making different decisions. You know, ones that my body knew felt right. Now. I'm going to be honest, this was no mean feat for me because I had come to use my body as armour, like, almost like a physical shield to battle my way through things that I didn't like or that I didn't feel aligned with. And it meant I was hugely disconnected from it. So it took a lot of practice and patience over several years to test it out and play with it. Um, you know, really get a sense of what worked for me and what didn't until I became very au fait with what my my body had to say on everything. Now, what I learned over the course of those years was that I wasn't living true to myself. My choice of lifestyle and my work and the way in which I was approaching it was at serious odds with my real nature and the things I really cared about. Basically, I was contorting myself to fit a mould operating out of character and ignoring every single kind of gut instinct I had about what was right for me. So this is actually something that my clients do a lot for the same reasons that I did it. Because, you know, we just made the assumption that this was just reality, right? You know, work and life is the same for everyone, or at least in the Western world, and that you just have to do your best and battle through and make those compromises. And and it often means that we end up chasing goals and expectations that society and culture and family and even friends lay out for us, which aren't truly what we need or want. So, You know, what happened after this diagnosis I had and my dawning realizations based on my body's responses? Well, today I use my body to make most of my decisions. And that's everything from what I pick up a menu in a restaurant. So my body chooses what I want to eat rather than my mind. And honestly, I've got my sister doing this and she just thinks it's brilliant, she loves it. I use my body to decide, you know, whether or not I want to go to that party or that social event to what kind of movement I do in a day, what people I spend my time with. And obviously it's played a huge part in helping me select the work that I do now and the clients that I work with. It's why my business is called Live True, because I help clients discover and make career and life choices that wholeheartedly align with who they are, what they really want and what they love the most. You know, Finding ways around the things that our minds tell us aren't possible. So if my story resonates with you, you know, whether you're suffering from any kind of physical symptoms yourself or you're just interested to understand how you want to tap into your own body's responses to things to learn what's good and not so good for you, there's actually a really simple way to start accessing it. And And I wish I had known about this way back when I started my journey of trying to connect to my own body. Um, it's a simple tool that martha beck who is the american life coach that i trained under calls shackles on shackles off so whenever you're going to make a decision about an activity a person a place or a situation or you're already in it even if it's something you haven't actually chosen yourself pay attention to whether your body's physical response and reaction is shackles on or shackles off now shackles on means that you have a physical feeling of being contorted so you know it's, it's a feeling of kind of being trapped and limited and uncomfortable some people experience quite a kind of heaviness within their physical body a kind of recoiling and constriction you get the picture it's basically it physically feels oh for me it's always in my chest area and it's like i'm being squeezed and crushed by contrast shackles off Means that you feel physically light and open and free. So it's a feeling of, of, of sort of, be, of expansion and ease in your body. A lot of people report kind of almost feeling quite joyful in their body and sometimes enlightened. And it physically, it physically feels like freedom and like a yes from your body. Now I have my clients play around with this, and they're often surprised by the answers from their body versus their minds. And that's because our minds can do a great job of convincing us of what's possible or permissible for us. You know, and it can lead us to decisions that don't really serve us very well. But the most important thing in everything I've been talking about is that your body doesn't lie. While your mind can argue with you and find all sorts of rationales for even the very worst of ideas for you, your body can't. It can only state the truth. You know, it either feels physically good, neutral, or physically bad. It can't pretend. So it's the most reliable source of information if you truly want to understand what's best for you. So I will leave you with that thought. That's it for this episode. Uh, I really hope it's provided some food for thought no, no pun intended <laughs> and if you have if you fancy having a go at tapping into your own body's responses you know just really enjoy experimenting with it you can try it on all sorts of things uh, and like me you might just learn a whole lot about yourself that you never had a clue about <laughs> uh, and it might help you make decisions that set you up for everyday alignment and happiness. And if you know anyone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please do share it. And until next time, just know, honestly, I really believe in you and your ability to tap into your body and use that intel to make decisions that serve you so that you can create the the career and the lifestyle that you really want. Thank you for listening today. I hope our time together has got you thinking about your own adventure in happiness. So please do get in touch. I'd love to hear more about your story. And why not join our Dream Chasers Unite community? There is nothing better than an adventure shared. Until next time, be brave and go create what you crave.